0: gather, welcome to church, and happy Easter. Uh, You can't see it right now, but behind uh, this camera, what I'm looking at is a room full of tables, like a dozen tables set up for a hundred-person feast this morning. And um, when we got these tables all set up this week with all their tablecloths and everything looking just perfect, I couldn't help but think of the quote from the great Rachel Held Evans. She says, this is what God's kingdom is like. A bunch of outcasts and oddballs gathered at a table, not because they are rich or worthy or good, but because they are hungry, because they said yes, and because there's always room for more. And so today I want you to know that you are participating in the kingdom of God, that you are the kingdom of God, always welcome, included, and celebrated Here's what we're going to do today as a part of our uh, online liturgy to celebrate Easter. In a second, I'll pray for us, and then we'll hear some Easter readings from our community, and then a song from our partner, uh, the Good Shepherd Collective. And then I'll share a really short Easter homily. We're not going to keep you long today, but we're just going to celebrate in a really short and meaningful way. And so as we prepare to do all of that, let's take just a second, like we always do, so just center ourselves, slow down. So, you can take whatever a posture of prayer looks like for you maybe both feet on the ground, maybe drop your shoulders, unclench your jaw, and try to just slow down for a moment on this Easter morning. Maybe start with a couple of deep breaths. Do what you can to slow your body, your mind, your breathing. And be as present as you can. Anne Lamott says that there's really only three prayers. Help, thanks, and wow. And so I thought we could just pray that this special holy Easter morning. God, today we pray. Help, thanks, wow. God, help us. Help us to find just a glimpse of resurrection, wonder, and glory today. Help. God, thank you. Thank you for showing us who you really are. Light over darkness, hope over fear, good over evil, mercy over judgment. God, thank you. And God, wow. Wow. We are once again in awe of how good and gracious and kind and merciful you are. God, we are once again in awe of how much better you are than we can imagine. God, this Easter morning, we pray, help us. Thank you. Wow. In the name of our resurrected King, we pray. Amen.
1: A reading from 1 Corinthians 15. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable, and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that was written will come true Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. A reading from James Cohn's The Cross and the Lynching Tree. God snatches victory out of defeat, life out of death, and hope out of despair. And yet, the Christian gospel is more than a transcendent reality, more than going to heaven when I die to shout salvation as I fly. It is also an imminent reality, a powerful, liberating presence among the poor right now in their midst, building them up where they are torn down, and propping them up on every leaning side. The gospel is found wherever poor people struggle for justice, fighting for their right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Join me for a reading from Romans 8. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken like the first bird.
0: Praise
1: for the singing. Praise for the morning Praise for the springing Fresh from the word Mine is the sunlight Mine is the morning Born of the wonder in play Praise with elation Praise every morning God's recreation of the new day
2: Christ the Lord is risen today Hallelujah! Raise your joys and triumphs high! See the heavens and
1: earth reply!
2: Hallelujah!
1: At the breaking of the Easter dawn. Cosmos sings out a brand new song Living Christ, you are the mystery The loop of death is now reality
2: Love
1: As a new day dawns
2: You're stronger than death
1: All our fears and shame With joyful hope We will all proclaim
2: Love and
0: Before we get started with our teaching today, we're going to do like we always do. Uh, we're going to say our confession of faith together. And this, uh, this is a way for us to express, to say out loud, the kind of faith and really the kind of community that we want to have. And so I'll say uh, this confession of faith on our behalf and then pray for us. Uh, gather, this is the faith we are seeking. We are seeking an expansive faith. We believe our theological system should always be growing wider and including more. We are seeking a faith rooted in the person and the practice of Jesus. We believe Jesus is God and is worthy of our worship and our imitation. We are seeking a faith built on a foundation of theological minimalism. We believe in holding tight to the first things of faith and living open-handed with the rest. We are seeking a faith marked by curiosity. We believe we should always have more questions than we do answers. And we are seeking a faith filled with compassion. We believe our beliefs are never more important than the person right in front of us. And so gather today as we prepare to open the scriptures, let's pray. God, we are here this Easter morning, like always as seekers, not seeking answers, but seeking wisdom, not seeking doctrine, but seeking a way of life inspired by the radical love of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well gather. Uh, here is my Easter confession. Uh, I wanted to share it with you. Uh, I know that it's supposed to be like the Super Bowl of Sundays for pastors or something like that. That's what people always say. But um, I've had a hard time preparing for and preaching Easter sermons in, in my life. I struggle on this day. It's just hard for me, and that may not be exactly what you want to hear from your pastor today. But Easter could be kind of hard for me. And it's not hard for me because I don't believe. I do, I do believe. Uh, most of the time, mostly, I believe. I believe the uh, mixture uh, of political power and religious extremism crucified an innocent man on a hill called Golgotha. I believe that man was God. And that after three days in a tomb, he rose from the dead in a glorious display of divine love, and wonder, and glory, and power. I believe it. Easter isn't hard for me because I, I don't believe. I, I do. It's hard for me because this story about divine love, and life, and healing, and forgiveness, and pain, and grief, and doubt, and the God of the universe, and the mystery of everything, of death to life, of light over, overcoming darkness and good, overcoming evil, really the story of everything, this Easter story, it's been turned into a product. And uh, it, it's not just the Easter baskets and the bunnies and the candy. That's okay with me. I understand all that. It's really that our, our evangelical religious machine has turned this holy day into a product to determine if we believe enough to be included in so many ways, in so many places, this has become a once a year purity test to determine if you're still a part of the in group. And this holy day has been marketed as a product for immediate self improvement. This story, this holy day, this celebration, it isn't a product. And as soon as you start to frame it and shift it and market it as a product, you lose it. Jesus raising from the dead, believing in that reality, hoping that to be true, doesn't mean that you're finally included. This is not a a once-a-year purity test for your inclusion. Embracing this reality of life over death of good over evil, of light over darkness, this reality of everything. It isn't about being finally included. It's about believing that you were always included. This is the day to accept your acceptance because the resurrection of Jesus, if it does anything, it reminds us that divine love is more powerful than anything more powerful than death. Divine love is more powerful than your doubts. Divine love is more powerful than your current theological constructs. In Luke chapter 24, verse 11, it's very clear the story of the resurrection. It says that the disciples, the people who've been following Jesus and listening to his teachings, it says very clearly, it says, they did not believe. They didn't believe. And the women who showed up to the empty tomb, it says they were full of grief. And did that doubt or that grief change anything about the power and the truth and the glory and the wonder of the resurrection? No, of course not. Of course that doubt and that grief did not change the reality of resurrection that is pulsing through everything. Listen, if the grave couldn't hold Jesus, Do you think your beliefs or your past or your trauma or your doubts or your grief is going to hold him back from offering you love and acceptance? If the grave couldn't hold him, why do you think you can? Divine love is bursting out of everywhere, screaming for you to accept your acceptance. The the resurrection tells us that this divine love will overcome anything and everything to be with us. And that's really the point. Not that we get immediate self-improvement, not that our current circumstances are immediately transformed. The resurrection tells us that everything may not get better, but that we get to be together. It's about unity Right, it's what Paul writes in Romans 6, 5, when he talks about the resurrection. He says, For if we have been united with him, with Jesus, in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. Do you hear Paul's take on Easter? It's about being united with Christ. Everything may not get better, but Easter tells us that we have a God that wants to be together and that divine love will do anything and will overcome everything in order for us to be together. Brene Brown says it like this, I went to church thinking it would be like an epidural, that it would take the pain away. But faith isn't like an epidural, it's like a midwife. I thought faith would say, I'll take the pain and discomfort, but what it ended up saying was, I'll sit with you in it. It's participation. More than transformation of our circumstances, more than a celebration of the right information, it's participation. Divine love will overcome anything and everything to be with you, united, together. It's about being together. This story This holy day, just listen to me gather, this story, this holy day is so much better than a product. It is a promise that divine love overcomes everything to include us and to be with us. And this honest Easter story it doesn't mark it doesn't market very well. If you tell the real story, it doesn't market very well because it's not about perfect people, it's not for perfect people. It, it includes no one with a perfect life or a perfect belief system. It- and it doesn't market very well because it doesn't offer us immediate self-improvement. And on top of all of that, this whole story hinges on death. It's not, it's not, it doesn't make for a very good advertisement. Right, uh, the story requires death. It, it starts with it. Resurrection doesn't work without it. And we all know intuitively that if we want to participate, like Paul talks about, then that means, well, something has to die. But hear this good news of Easter today death is the engine to life, and it is happening everywhere. All around us, death is yielding to new life. Life is bursting out of every dry and barren place. Resurrection is the story of everything. Resurrection is the air we breathe. It's our ultimate reality. We cannot escape it. Everything is dying and rising. Every breath you take in and out is rebirth. Right now in your body, there are 50 to 70 million cells that are dying to make space for a new 50 to 70 million cells. Do you hear what I'm saying? You are walking resurrection. You cannot escape it. You may not be able to explain it, but you cannot avoid it. Resurrection is everywhere. Death is the engine to life. So listen to me. Today, if you feel like you are on the edge of death, if you feel like you are lost, if you feel like you are afraid, if you feel like you are doubting or grieving, if you are lonely, anxious, or overwhelmed, feel the resurrection in you and be reminded that you are on your way to new life. That death, it is real and it is around us, but death is the engine to life and you are on your way. Divine love includes you and walks with you and new life is coming. It's everywhere. And so gather, I, I know we're through a screen, a screen today, but if you would just do me a favor, If you would take a deep breath in and out. You feel that? And if you would, just indulge me. Just put your hand over your heart. You feel that? That's resurrection. Gather, this is my prayer for us this Easter Sunday. Know today that if you are breathing if your heart is beating, if you are alive, then you don't have to be right to be worthy. You don't have to be certain to be seen. You are loved. You are treasured. You are here and you are walking resurrection. Amen. Gather. We're going to take a couple moments to sit with this. There'll be some breath prayers on the screen uh, that you can pray if that's helpful for you. And then at the end of this moment of reflection, I'll come back and uh, send us out with our gospel proclamation today. Gather, hear this good news you were created by God and God calls you good you are loved by God and God calls you child you are rescued by God and God calls you holy and by the power of God through Jesus Christ you are loved forgiven and free created, loved, rescued, forgiven, and free, this is who you are. This is the fundamental truth of your identity. Whether you feel it or not, you belong to God from eternity to eternity. Thanks be to God. Amen. Gather. Happy Easter. Go in peace.